I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 281 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest to bring you guys on this Transformation Tuesday. Brian Shaw is a professional strongman competitor and a four-time winner of the world's strongest man competition. He also has victories in the Arnold Strongman Classic. Brian will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please... Stick around for the interview. And Brian Shaw is sponsored by Redcon One, and this week, so is First Class Fatherhood. You guys may remember my interview with Redcon One founder and CEO Aaron Singerman back on episode 214 of the podcast. Redcon One is just smashing the supplement industry right now, and they have these MRE bars that are made with whole foods. They are delicious. And this week, First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 20% on their entire order at redcon1.com by using the promo code FATHER. So if you're a dad out there that's into working out or into eating healthy and staying fit, just take a look at redcon1.com and check it out. Whole foods seem to be a common denominator here with all these guys that are living active, healthy lifestyles and crushing it in the gym like Brian Shaw. I lived many years of my life on a beer, vodka, and Marlboro diet, and I've tried to turn my whole attention to eating healthier, finding better ways to nourish my body, and it seems like Whole Foods is a good way to get this done. And Redcon 1 has exactly what I've been looking for. So head over to Redcon1.com and use my promo code FATHER, save 20% off your order, and check it out for yourself. Later this week, former NFL standout and Super Bowl champion wide receiver Andre Risen will be joining me here. Andre is a dad who had a huge turnaround in his life. Many people may remember the incident in which Left Eye burned down his mansion years ago and things seemed a bit out of control. He is now in a new, healthy marriage with more kids. It was a great interview, so please stop by and check it out on Thursday. And if you could, share this podcast with every father that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with four-time world's strongest man, Brian Shaw. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Dads, are you tired of taking supplements that never deliver? Well, Redcon One was created to ensure that you get real hardcore products that deliver real results. Trusted by four-time world's strongest man, Brian Shaw, and founded by supplement entrepreneur, Aaron Singerman, Redcon One is crushing the industry. You have to try their MRE bars, which are packed full of nutritious food sources that will replenish your system when you need it most. And they taste so good, your toddler will think they're eating a candy bar. But we're talking whole food meal replacement. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 20% on their entire order from Redcon One. Simply use the promo code FATHER at the checkout. So let's go, dads. For the highest state of readiness, choose Redcon One. Visit redcon1.com, use the promo code FATHER, and save 20%. All right, joining me now, First Class Father, Brian Shaw. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. I, I'm really excited to be here. This is great, man. All right, let's start it here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Uh, we've got two kids. They're both boys, and our oldest is three and our youngest is one. Wow, okay, very cool. Did you guys do any type of uh, gender reveal? Did you smash any dumbbells to see what the color was inside or did you wait till the <laughs> end to find out? 
Uh, you know, we, we uh, actually just kind of did it. We got, you know, the uh, results from the test when we went in, and, and my wife and I just kind of opened it together. Um, so we found out at the same time with uh, with both of them and then ended up sharing that with our family and friends uh, after the fact. But uh, we just kind of did it uh, amongst ourselves. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, if you could, Brian, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I um, ha- have been a professional strongman. I've competed in strongman, uh, gosh, since I started as an amateur in 2005. And then uh, uh, my first World Strongest Man uh, contest was 2008 when I qualified to compete in that. And I've gone on uh, to win four uh, World Strongest Man titles. I've made the finals, so the top 10 at World Strongest Man 11 years in a row. And uh, have had a, a awesome career competing in that and got to travel the world and um, and do a lot of really cool things uh, around that as well. Yeah, those had to be some tremendous experiences, I'm sure. How, how did the experience of becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Yeah, I mean, I was uh, – I, I didn't know quite what to expect, uh, you know, with becoming a dad. I, um, You know, my wife and I, of course, were – were planning to have a family, wanted to have a family. And, um, you know, for so long for me, I was uh, focused on competing and, and, you know, setting goals with that. And, and um, just, it was a very uh, kind of one track uh, mindset that I had to be the best uh, strongman that I possibly could be. And so, you know, I, I went along in life kind of uh, basically everything revolved around that uh, for me, just, just being the best that I possibly could be. And, um, you know, once, once, uh, we had our, uh, our first son, it, it, I didn't know how that would change. I didn't know how, um, you know, things would shift up, but, you know, it's a big change, you know, as you know, uh, you know, having, having your first kid, you don't, you don't really know. And, and as a dad, uh, I felt a little bit helpless actually when we had our, our first son and, and, um, you know, as more, uh, trying to be supportive of my wife and, and help her out as much as I could. But, you know, it was uh, not anything, you know, of course, my wife uh, was breastfeeding. And so it was more just being supportive of her because I, I really felt like the only thing I could do was change diapers. And, um, and, and that was about it. And so, you know, having, after we had our first son, my perspective on life changed a lot and, um, you know, kind of, kind of put everything into perspective um, in a lot of ways because, you know, my life was so uh, focused on competing and only doing that. And then it, it changed into, you know, having a, having more purpose and uh, more direction and, um, you know, and that's only, only been more and more as, uh, as we've had our, our second uh, son and, and um, you know, it's, it's a, a very, very good thing. And, and um, you know, it, it's amazing because, uh in a lot of ways, all the trophies and all the accomplishments and everything I've had uh, in my career um, definitely comes second to both of our boys now. Yeah, yeah, very well said. And I, I know that, I mean, listen, uh, I, I, you know, you've the, been the strong, world's strongest man, and everything about a child is, is soft and gentle. So it's like, uh, what are some of the challenges like for you of being the, you know, the world's strongest man while being a father? Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of people, um, you know, think that I'm only strong and and you know I can only be that way. But uh, you know, I definitely have a switch that goes on and off when I compete. And um, outside of competition, you know, I'm a pretty 
down to earth and fun guy, um, you know, that just likes to enjoy life. And, uh, so, you know, being a dad, it's, it's, um, very much reinforces that because like you said, you need to, you need to be gentle. You need to be soft. And, you know, especially with, with our boys being so young, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grabbing, you know, books or toys or whatever to play with them and, and, uh, you know, kind of get down on the floor and, and, uh, have some fun and that type of thing. So, you know, it's something where, um, you know, it, it's it's a very drastic difference. You know, from lift, lifting thousands of pounds to uh, you know, you know, picking up picking up a kid's book to read to them, or or um, you know, playing with playing with a toy car or whatever. You know, it's it's uh, it's like a great um, contrast, I think. Yeah. And now, how about as far as discipline goes here with your three year old Brian? Are you like a, are you a spanker, a timeout guy? How have you kind of handled discipline so far as a dad? You know, to be completely honest with you, my wife and I are still trying to navigate that um, in a lot of ways. It's it's a learning experience. Uh, You know, I mean, growing up, my my dad thanked me for sure. And, and, um, you know, I going through that, you know, I I think I learned a lot. And um, it obviously helped me, you know, become the man that I am today. And, And so, my perspective on it is is that it, at times I think that it, it can be a very good thing, and I think that you know, in in a lot of ways, uh, you know, it's it, spanking has been such a taboo subject, and you know, uh, um, people take that in a lot of different ways, and and the world has changed. I mean, I know it's different than when I was growing up, and and uh, you know, we have to recognize that. But you know, with with our three year old, um, the way that my wife and I have handled that is a lot of times I think he's having a hard time kind of going through all of the emotions and, um, you know, and, and being able to, to verbalize what he wants to say. And so he gets upset. And so a lot of times we'll just kind of sit down and talk to him. And, um, you know, if he needs to go into timeout to kind of calm down and, and uh, that type of thing, we will do that. But I've found that really if, if you sit down and talk to him, get him to take – uh, we'll just kind of go through some breathing, you know, and, and just get him to take a few deep breaths and then be able to, to verbalize what he wants to say. Uh, that seems to work pretty well right now. And, uh, you know, it, it definitely is uh, at least getting him in the right direction. And, and uh, it's 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 been a, a interesting dynamic because him and his brother are not quite two years apart. And so we're working on the sharing and, you know, it's, it's – um, you know, something where if, if uh, one of them takes a toy or something, both of them will get upset. And so we, we're just kind of working through that right now. I'm sure that there'll be many more challenges uh, when it comes to discipline, you know, as they get a little bit older here. But uh, we're, we're trying to navigate it the best way that we can. I don't think there's an exact science to, um, to that type of thing. But, uh, you know, we definitely have rules and, and um, you know, we want them to have good manners and to – uh, listen to us and, um, you know, have that, have that kind of, um, you know, black and white line, if you will, uh, in their life. So, um, so that, you know, hopefully as they get older, uh, they, they listen to us and, and, um, you know, uh, grow up to be, you know, just like I said, it turned me into to the man that I am. Hopefully, uh, I can be able to do that for them as well. Yeah, very cool. And, and and like I said, I have four kids myself, and it's and each kid responds to a different style of discipline. And it's a that's part of the fascinating thing about this is figuring out 
you know, the right way, the right technique to use for each kid. And I, I'm like you, like my father had me when he was 50 years old. He, he was born in 1930. So he came from a much older philosophy of parenting where it was like, uh, you know, spanking your child. Like today, I, I've used that when my kids were, were younger and I found it effective, but it also came with a tremendous amount of guilt on my end. Like I felt terrible doing it. Whereas like my father, he didn't seem like he had any emotion when he did it. Like, you know, so that's something that has definitely changed over the years here. Yeah, I remember one thing I remember my dad telling me when he would spank me is he would say to me that, hey, this is harder for me than it is for you. And that never made sense when I was a kid. I was like, wait a minute, I'm the one being spanked and you're doing the spanking, so how is it harder for you? <laughs> but now, now as a dad, I can see because, you know, that, that's the last thing that you want to do. It's kind of like a tough love uh, type of situation where, you know, obviously we love our kids so much and, and uh, that's, you know, as a dad, I can genuinely say that that's the last thing that I would ever want to do is to have to think that. But sometimes, you know, if it, if it is needed and warranted, um, you know, to, you know, to help them to understand and to grow and, and um, you know, to be, to be a good kid, then, then sometimes that's maybe what needs to happen. And, and, uh, you know, but again, it's not fun. And like you said, it's, it's, uh, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Cause it was, that's the last thing that I would want to do for sure. Yeah. And turning this over to what you do now, um, you know, like I said, I've had Aaron Singerman on the podcast here and obviously his products with the Redcon one are some of the best in the business and kids today, they're hitting the weight room pretty hard early in high school. Now as a sport, uh, high school sports has become a big business for kids going to the next level. And they're always looking, you know, for that edge. What are some of the safe and effective supplements for kids to be using, and how old is a good age for them to start? Hey, dads, are you looking to boost your energy level? Strikeforce Energy has got you covered. With a Strikeforce Energy Packet, you can turn any beverage into an energy drink. Their original energy packets contain no sugar, no calories, just an explosion of energy and flavor added to any beverage. Strikeforce Energy is veteran-owned, and all their products are made right here in the United States. Co-founded by Navy SEAL Sean Matson, Strikeforce Energy blows away the energy drink competition. Right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can save... 15% off their purchase by visiting StrikeForceEnergy.com and using the promo code FATHERHOOD. Strikeforce Energy turns any beverage into an energy drink. Get yours today. StrikeForceEnergy.com, promo code FATHERHOOD. What are some of the safe and effective supplements for kids to be using, and how old is a good age for them to start? Yeah, that's that's a great question. I... Uh... You know, like you said, the competitive nature of sports now is even more so than when I was growing up. Um, and really, sports supplements, I remember when I was in high school, that they were just kind of getting started with some of the protein shakes and, and that type of stuff. And, um, and, and I got into it right away. I mean, I, uh, was, I remember mixing up shakes after, after my workouts, and I was reading all the information I could at that age because – I started working out and, and uh, wanted to improve and did a lot of things uh, that at that age to try to improve my diet. And, and, you know, I didn't know hardly anything. And there wasn't really the amount of, um, you know, information out there uh, at that point in time. And so things have evolved a lot since then. But, you know, as far as, uh, as, far as supplements go, um, and I, I know Aaron would agree with me, at the, at the end of the day, like, you, you really – need to have a lot of things coming from whole food and then supplements are on top of that. So, 
You know, I, I think for kids, you know, uh, like, for example, even with our kids, um, the bars that Redcon 1 makes, the MRE bars, our three-year-old loves those. Well, one and three-year-old, both of them will eat them and we'll cut those up. So, you know, and that's just a protein bar. Um, we'll mix up shakes that, that uh, you know, if I have a shake, it's always like, oh, Dad, I want some of your shakes. So I'll give him some of that because it's just all whole food sources um, with the Redcon 1 products, especially the MRE uh, line of products. So I, I will definitely share those with them. Um, outside of that, you know, I, I think, um, you know, creatine has been one of the most studied, uh, you know, um, supplements out there. And so I think that that's been proven to be, you know, something that's safe. You know, outside of that, really, um, at that age, especially in high school, I mean, if you're, as long as you're getting enough protein and you have a, uh, a good diet and you're working on that, at the end of the day, it, it's calories. So that's where some of the, the shakes and that type of stuff could come in around um, working out. But, you know, as kids start to work out, you know, and especially with uh, a lot of kids, their metabolism is so high. So the, the real challenge is getting in enough calories so, so that they can gain weight and try to build uh, some muscle as well. So, um, yeah, hopefully that answers your question. But I, I think, you know, it, it's not necessarily – like you need to have all these different supplements, um, especially at that age. It's more just whole food and enough calories uh, coming in, and, and that can get you a long way. Yeah, yeah, very cool, and a, a lot of good information there too. And see, that's something like I never would have thought of, like giving my my three year old like a protein bar. I would always assume that that's supposed to be for somebody old, but I guess it's got to be a a lot healthier than so many of the choices that are in the aisle there for kids. And I know a lot of times, especially if we get that that picky eater. Sometimes you want to just give them anything just to get them to eat, and sometimes we do more harm than we do good. No, that that is for sure. I mean, it's it's something where I don't know if they would even know the difference between uh, that MRE bar or a candy bar, and so it's and and he calls it. I mean, our our son um, Braxton is our three year old. He'll he'll ask for a protein bar. You know, I mean, it's something where it's and and it's it so it tastes that good because a three year old is obviously not going to lie about. Um, about that, or if it didn't taste good to him, he wouldn't ask for it. But, you know, a lot of times for a snack or, or something like that, we'll give it to him. Or, you know, like I said, he loves the shakes. But it's, uh, you know, it's something where we we really, my wife and I have worked very hard uh, with both of our boys to try to, you know, feed them well-balanced meals and healthy food and, um, and, and try our best to not uh, give them kind of junk uh, to eat. So, you know, my you, we we uh, they go to they go to a daycare now and and literally every single day uh, my wife packs them lunches that are you know have some type of meat and some type of uh, carbohydrate uh, typically vegetables or fruit you know and so they go in and have these uh, have these lunches like that and and um, it's very important to us to try to help them get on the right track with eating healthy and and uh, kind of setting the stage for the rest of their life hopefully. Yeah, very cool. And how about for the kids that may be interested out there, uh, Brian, that in a strongman career? Is the market there for it, and uh, what would be the best uh, steps they could take to get that done? I mean, coming in, coming into the sport of strongman, I, I actually played basketball uh, growing up and um, played that through high school and then uh, played in college on a, on a full ride, and, and uh, that was my first love as a kid was the game of basketball. And then after, after I was done, I, I went into being a strength coach and – um, just love lifting weights and, and, uh, I'm an, a super competitive person. So, 
uh, having an outlet. I had watched World's Strongest Man as a kid and never really knew how to get into it or where to start. And so, uh, you know, as, as I got done playing basketball, I just needed another competitive outlet. And that's uh, how I found Strongman and, and uh, started competing and loved it immediately. Uh, and I was told, it, it was really funny what I was told when I got started that, you know, you, you just do it for fun and you could never make a career out of it. You could never do it uh, professionally or anything like that. And things have changed a lot since I, I started competing and there's a lot more opportunities now for uh for competitors especially on the pro level if you if you can work your way up uh to that there's there's literally contests that happen all over the world all all year round almost so you know if if you can get to that level it it's something that you definitely can do but it, i think it's like any other sport you know uh there's there's amateur levels that you could do um if you just enjoy pushing yourself or just want to have a challenge and the weights are a lot lighter so the weight scale up. So I would say, you know, to anybody that's that's interested or, or wants to try something uh, kind of, you know, not typical gym training, if you will, that that will teach you a lot about yourself. I think, um, you know, training training strongmen and training the events, uh, you know, it's kind of outside of the normal gym training, but um, you know, you set goals and you achieve them, and and uh, it it can be something very positive and. So that's what I would say is just start, and if you love it enough and can work your way up, uh, you know, through the levels and get to that pro level, it's something where um, I would never tell anybody they can't do something. I, w- I would encourage them to try, and if, if they're willing to sacrifice and work hard enough and and uh, can open those doors, then maybe they can make it work. Yeah, well said. And, yeah, it's amazing how many different uh, techniques and styles there are. I know that CrossFit became very popular uh, quite a few years back. I had Jason Kalipa on the show. Uh, he's been a champion at that. So it's just uh, amazing all the different varieties of working out. And, and what is the what is the best best exercise, Brian, for someone that's looking to gain that type of brute strength that you have? What, what is the best exercise to work on that? At, at the end of the day, uh, building a foundation of, of the major multi-joint movements, so squatting, deadlifting, and pressing, I would say those those three movements probably are where you would want to build your foundation from, and then from there, then branch out. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, like I said, those major multi-joint movements are, are going to kind of have the the biggest bang for the buck, uh, if you will, and, and uh give you the most carryover to, to building that foundation of strength. You know, a lot of times I think, um, you know, too much gets put on doing curls or, or something like that where, you know, uh, those type of movements aren't going to carry over to building building that type of strength. But especially for uh, for younger athletes, I think um, those are the movements that I, I would say you would want to focus on the most. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. And what was it? What was it like for you going from having the one child to two, and is uh, having a third on the on the table for you? Yeah, going going from one to two, um, we we knew what to expect a little bit more. Obviously, with uh, with the second, you know, on the way and coming, and um, you know, it wasn't quite as much of a, a, a learning kind of shock experience as the first one. But uh, we're kind of right now, to be completely honest, we're kind of not sure on the third my wife really wanted to have a little girl so it was uh you know we were she was definitely hoping that our second would be a girl and ended up being a boy and and uh um 
so we're kind of in the middle right now. We haven't really made a decision if we're going to try for three. We're really happy with uh, with our two. And, of course, you know, at the end of the day, we're very blessed to have two healthy boys that are, you know, that are great, and we haven't had any problems at all. So I don't know. We're really happy where we're at. Uh, maybe maybe the third might happen at some point, but uh, right now we're really happy with two. Okay, yeah, we ended up getting three boys, then finally got the girl on the fourth try, so uh, you never know. <laughs> See, that's that's, the, that's what I, I told my wife. I said, you know, it's, if we try for the third and it's a boy, then, you know, I don't know if we're going to be done at that point, you know, and then do we go for four? <laughs> it's it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I think I think what I say is if, if we could guarantee somehow that the, that the next one would be a girl, we would probably do it. But, you know, it's kind of that uh, not knowing factor, um, but – I I, uh, I don't know. We'll see what the future holds, but we're really happy for sure with the two. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think for us it was like we were in for a dime, we were in for a dollar here. If we didn't get on the fourth try, we'd, we would have had five by now. So we got her, though. That's great, man. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. That's great. <laughs> what, uh, what kind of uh, – you've had so much success here already, Brian. What type of goals or, or, or what kind of plans do you have for yourself for the future? You know, I, uh, I I really am a goal-oriented person, and I, I love to have goals and things that I'm working on. Um, and I, I'm actually, I'm still competing in strongman. I uh, uh, still enjoy that. It's been it's been different now having having the kids, and and it's something where, um, you know, for example, our our day, my wife and I both, uh, she really likes to work out as well. So. You know, we split our day, and, and um, you know, I try to stay home, spend enough time with them, and then I'll go train uh, after they bed. So those those kind of um, changes happen uh, where where it's a it's a little bit more of a grind. But you know, I, I my wife and I both really feel that it's important, uh, you know, that we keep pushing ourselves as well because we both feel like it sets a good example for the boys. And you know, I don't want to give up on what I'm trying to work on as well. So I still have. I still have some goals and things that I would have liked to accomplish uh, in the sport before I retire and walk away from that. Uh, so I'm still working on that. And then um, we've got, we've got a, actually a couple different businesses that my wife and I run together. Um, the main one is, is shawstrength.com, which is kind of our online uh, business that, that my wife and I run together. Um, and we've got a couple other things that we're working on and hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to announce soon, but uh it's it's just kind of a constant uh, progression of uh, of moving forward and setting goals. So I've got a lot of things that I'm really excited about, and and um, a lot of things that we're working on. But uh, you know, it's, it's been a really fun ride, and hopefully we uh, can keep that going. Yeah, very cool. And I'll drop a link to that website in the description of today's podcast episode, so my listeners can just tap the link and get over there and check it out. Last thing I want to hit you with here, Brian. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new father or for that about-to-be dad who's out there listening? I, I would say that uh, try to be as prepared as you can uh, going in, but you'll never be able to be fully prepared for, for what's coming. And, you know, the, the sleep will be a huge factor, as I'm sure a lot of the guests that you've had on will say, you know, it just completely changed your routine and, and – um, you know, life changes, but it changes in the best way possible. And it's very rewarding. And I would say to try to take in every single moment, uh, you know, with the kids, because they'll grow up so fast and they'll change so fast. And um, it's, uh, it's something that, that I've personally tried to do 
um, with with our boys is is uh, you know be as present as I possibly can because you know it just seems like a blink of an eye and all of a sudden they're going from crawling to walking and then they're talking and you know just just becoming their own little um, uh, you know their own little person in a lot of ways and so just try to take in every moment and enjoy it and uh, um, you know just just hold on for the ride. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been an honor for me. i got to say, Brian Shaw, you're a first-class father all the way, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. I definitely appreciate it, Alex. Thank you, thank you for having me on. Back to wrap things up here on First Place Fatherhood. i got to give a special thank you once again to Brian Shaw for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love reading your feedback. Lock it in. Still a lot more action coming your way this week. NFL standout wide receiver and Super Bowl champion Andre Risen will be here on Thursday. And Friday, we have a fresh Frogman Friday edition of First Place Fatherhood coming your way. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood, and please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers, and we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. <laughs>